0: My prayer for you today is that you will be empowered and strengthened in the Word of God to move forward into your destiny. Tonight, I'm going to be sharing on calling the prodigal home. And like I said, there is a prophetic anointing here. I was out today with my friends. We went to what's called mansions in May, where different designers take um, a home and they redecorate rede- and redesign the home. And then people come in and it's a fundraiser and they see all kinds of different designs and rooms that have been changed and modified and it's beautiful. And then I came home and the spirit of God starts speaking to me about tonight. I was going to keep it really short, but I just just not the what the Holy Ghost had in mind. So hello, everybody. Hello, Julie. Hello, Tammy. I just thank God for the Holy Ghost. I thank God that we have a prophetic anointing on us tonight. All of us. You guys are here with me. Okay, I had to log off and I'm logged back on. So I'm thankful and excited. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and begin praying. So heavenly Father, we just thank you for the power and the presence of the Holy Spirit who surprised me tonight with this message. I knew where you wanted me to go, but these particular verses that you've given me are right f- straight from your heart. They've come like an arrow, and I pray that these these scriptures would shoot forth out of my mouth and pierce and divide asunder soul and spirit on the behalf of those who are listening, I pray that they would hear the Spirit of the Lord speaking to them. I pray that each um, listener, whether now live on the replay or on the podcast, I pray Father that each listener would be strengthened, not only strengthened, but encouraged to continue to run the race that's set before them and continue to stand in faith in Jesus name and believe God on the behalf of these rising generations specifically those that are in their sphere of influence. okay I see that Judith is already putting name the name up on this the comment section receive faith my Emmeline is on my goddaughter. Hello sweetie I love you you're mean the world to me and you know that. Hi Chuck. God bless you. Good to see you tonight. I had to log off and then I logged back on, but we're going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and I'm just going to jump in and start reading the scripture We're tonight or during the time that you're listening, I'm going to be talking to you about calling the prodigal home calling the prodigal home. I'm going to give you a few scriptures. And I thought I was just going to talk like maybe five minutes. And then we were going to pray. But the Holy Spirit had had another idea and we just want to yield to him. There's a prophetic anointing here. We want to yield to him. So after I shared these particular scriptures that the Spirit of God specifically gave me for you, we're going to go ahead and we're going to jump in and we're going to pray. Okay calling the prodigal home. I'm going to read to you from Luke chapter 15, and we're going to read all the way down from verse 11 to verse 24. I want you to stay with me, and then I'm going to go ahead and comment according to um, what God has given me for all of us. Okay, we have people joining in from all over. We have... A friend from Baltimore, Maryland. Thank you for joining. God bless you. Okay, so Luke chapter 15, verse 11. And a certain man had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So the father divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together journeyed into a far country and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land and he began to be in want. And then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into his field Fields to feed the swine, and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, father i have sinned against heaven and before you i am no longer worthy to be called your son make me like one of your hired servants and there he arose and came to his father but when he was still a great way off his father saw him had compassion and fell on his neck and he kissed him And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring out the best robe, put it on him, put a ring on his hand, sandals on his feet, bring the fatted calf here and kill it. Let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and now he is found so we're talking tonight about calling the prodigal son now the definition of a prodigal is a person who leaves home and behaves recklessly but later makes a repentant return now this particular definition comes from the definitions from oxford languages so I'm going to reread it. It's a person who leaves home and behaves recklessly, but rather makes a repentant turn. So how do we pray for the prodigal children? How do we pray for the prodigals that are in the midst of these rising generations? Okay. Number one, uh, if we look here at verse 13, it says, and not many days after the younger son gathered all together and journeyed to a far country and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. Now the prodigal is leaving the the nest, so to speak, and leaving that place of divine protection. So how are we going to pray for this prodigal? We are going to pray, first of all, It says far country. So how are we going to pray? We're going to pray, first of all, for divine protection. Pray that the angels of the Lord would encamp round about your child, or round about the person, whoever this is that God is speaking to you about. They're they're in the devil's territory. And the thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. They're at a father's house. They're in a far country. They've swayed far from God. So it's very important that you stand in the gap, put up a hedge of protection, all around them, by the words of your mouth, by the faith you have in your heart. You can pray Psalms 91 over them. We prayed that Psalm a couple of weeks ago, put their name in it. As a matter of fact, we are actually making a prayer card so that you have something you can hold and there'll be a blank spot. So all you have to do is just put your child or the child's name in that particular place so first of all know that you can pray divine protection when you have someone that's out like that in a far country in the field you want to pray divine protection remember the scripture says that we're absent in the flesh we are present with them in the spirit so in the spirit we place a hedge of protection around them in jesus name in the realm of the spirit father we thank you that your angels are loosed and are encamped round about them, that they hearken to the voice of the word of God. Okay, so we pray for protection. Remember that Acts sixteen thirty one says, thou shalt be saved and your household. So when you stand on that verse, you know that you know that you know that child may be in a far country, but that child is mine. I have authority. I can stand in the gap. I can put up the hedge, and I can pray divine protection on their behalf. Now, it says here that the the person went into what's called prodigal living. And I looked over here verse 13, and it means wasteful living. So pray. This is what the Holy Ghost gave me tonight. Pray that God would teach them not to waste their days because they're out there, and they're wasting their life on prodigal living, on wasteful living. So pray that God would teach them to number their days and gain therefore a heart of wisdom. That comes from Psalms 90 verse 12. Pray that God would teach them to number their days And that they would gain a heart of wisdom, that they would come to know and understand that they're wasting their time. They're wasting their days and the things that they are doing is not going to profit them. Pray that they would have a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Pray that they would come to their senses and understand that they are wasting their time. Okay, and then let's look over here at verse 14. But when he had spent all, there arose a a severe famine in all of that land, and he began to be in want. See, I could sense the Holy Ghost on this. I don't know how it feels on the other side, but I I know the Holy Ghost, and I know how he operates, and there's such a powerful presence here. So notice it said, a severe famine. Listen, this is what the Holy Ghost said for us, for this, this particular teaching. Pray that God would give them a heart to know him and that they would develop a hunger and thirst for the things of God. So, Jeremiah, listen to this. Jeremiah 24, 17 says, I will give them a heart to know me. This is prophetic for you. You hold fast the confession of your faith. You hold on to this scripture. I hear the spirit of the Lord saying, I'm going to give that prodigal a heart to know me. Okay, and it goes on, it says, I will give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord. And then it goes on to say, and I never read the whole verse before, and they will be my people, and I will be their God. Now listen to this, for they will return to me, there's your promise, with all of their heart. So they're in a famine, right? So, but God said, I'm going to fill their heart. I'm going to satisfy their mouth with good things so that their youth is renewed like the eagle. I'm the only thing that could satisfy their heart. I'm going to give them a heart to know me, that I am the Lord, that beside me there is no other God. And not only that, I prophesy to you that they're going to return to the Lord your God, their God, who is going to be in the midst of them and because he is mighty. He says, they will return to me. Notice it says here, with all of their heart. Remember, God said in his word, I am able to, not only able, but willing to do exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask, hope, dream, or desire. I'm not only going to give them a heart to know me, but they're going to return to me with their whole heart. So that which the enemy meant for the evil, I prophesy to you, God said, I'm going to turn it around for the good. You're going to be shocked. And what I'm going to do. And some things are going to turn around so quickly, your head is going to be spinning. And that is actually a verse in the Bible. I don't know where it is. Things are going to happen so quickly. As a matter of fact, uh, things, we've said this before, we'll say it again. They at times get worse before they get better. Just keep praying. Keep standing. Keep standing in the gap and know that God said right here, they're going to return to me with their whole heart. So again, we're emphasizing a severe famine. So Matthew five six says, "Blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled." The prodigal is not filled. His belly is hungry. He's so hungry he's willing to eat. You know, the uh, these these um you know these these pods that the swine ate. These prodigals that are out there in a far country, trust me when I tell you, they're not satisfied. They're not filled. They know that something on the inside is missing, especially those of those, those of you that have children that have been raised in the church. The, the Bible says... Train up a child in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they're not going to depart from it. Just know that the Holy Spirit is, is on the inside of them if they receive Jesus as a child. He said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. They're out there in reckless living. But the Holy Ghost, the lamp of the Lord, the spirit of the Lord is within them. So we want to pray that the Holy Spirit will enlighten them and give them a heart to know him. Okay? Okay. So we're going to pray that they will be filled. Pray that God, that they develop a hunger and a thirst after righteousness. And therefore, they will be filled. Uh, Verse 17, it says here, But when he came to himself, he said, and, and, and notice it says, He came to himself. And the Spirit of God said to me tonight, that which they received as a child that which was planted in their heart shall not return void every word of god every seed that was sown in their hearts shall not return void you keep watering those seeds with your tears you keep watering those seeds with your prayers you keep watering those seeds that which they know that which they have believed that which they've learned God said, they're going to return to me with their whole hearts. You see, I I think for some of you, I have to paint a vision because without a vision, the people perish. And some things have been so hard for some of you that you've lost hope. But listen, that's the devil. Uh, um, uh, Hope deferred makes the heart sick and uh, discouragement is the beginning of the loss of vision So don't allow that to cloud your mind. There is a war going on over the hearts and the destinies of your children. This is not a time for you to draw back. This is not a time for you to be discouraged. I understand. Yes, I hear the Lord say it's been a season of great wrestling. And it's been a season of great warfare. And it's been a season of great turbulence. And it's been a season of this prodigal doing a lot of reckless things and reckless living. And some of you don't even have contact and that they're more than just in a far country. You don't even have co- contact with them. But God said, I'm going to give them a heart to know me. God said, they're going to return to me with their whole heart. But listen, those of you praying parents, he doesn't want you to grow weary and well doing. I don't even know. This is number 14. The Spirit of God won't release me from this assignment. Even if I say the same thing over and over and over again, I believe you need it. I believe we need to pray for the rising generations. As a matter of fact, there's a prophecy that's been released. It's been released, I guess, for a couple of weeks about the mama bears rising up. I'm saying to myself, we've been rising up. We've been rising up for a couple of years or more, praying for the rising generations. We are doing that. We're taking a hold of what God has promised us and that every one of our children will be taught of the Lord and great will be the peace. But you cannot stop. You cannot faint. You cannot give up. I promise you, God said it to us tonight. He said, they will return to me with their whole heart. It's right here. It's right here. He said that to me tonight. He said, you tell them, they're going to return to me with their whole heart. Okay? So he says, Um, He goes on. he, He came to himself. That's what happens when you pray. It's like all of a sudden, the light goes on. You know, the light goes on. It's like a light. What is the light? It's the revelation. Remember when you got saved, something went off on the inside. It's the spirit of wisdom and revelation. The light goes on. And let's pray that the light goes on on the inside of them, and it's it's like it's like the blinders come off of their eyes. That's Galatians six two and Romans 15.1. Look it up. That that which has kept them bound, that which has caused blinders on their minds and on their eyes, is lifted up off of them with the idea of completely removing it from them. Why? Because of our prayers, and if some have compassion, and others saved with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Hating even the garments spot, uh, uh, spotted by the flesh. We're gonna keep on praying, okay? So he said, uh, he said, he said, I-, I will arise and I will go to my father and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven. I want you to notice it says here in this verse, I will arise pray that they would arise, pray that they would shine, pray that that which is within them would come forth. He said, I will arise, pray that they would arise, and that the knowledge of God would override all other things. You know, the grass is not greener on the other side. And, and that's the truth, isn't it? Okay, so they may be out there, in a far country, in reckless living, but give them about, you know, usually takes a, a little bit of time, and you know what, in general, about three years, and all of a sudden, they're like, the grass is not greener over on the other side. I got to go back. I got to go back into green pastures. I got to go back to still waters. I don't want to live in this destruction. I don't want to live in this chaos. I don't want to live in this sorrow. I don't want to live uh, uh, every morning with, with a headache from drinking and doing drugs. I don't want to do this anymore. Pray that they will arise. Okay? um, Pray, verse 17 and 18, that the Holy Spirit would convict and convince them of their need for Jesus. Excuse me. John 16, 18 in the Amplified says, When the Holy Spirit has come, he will testify of Jesus. He will point to Jesus, and we know that Jesus is the prodigal's way, truth, and the life. Okay, so he points to Jesus, but it also says in the Amplified that he will convict and convince them of their need for Jesus. So when you're praying for them, there's a war going on in their minds, a war over the hearts and destiny of that child. And it's the war between light and dark, good and evil, bad and good. And there's that war. Well, pray that the Holy Spirit would continue to convict them and convince them of their need for Jesus. Okay. Because when you do, when you pray like that, prayer opens up the door for God to work. Okay. And then the Lord gave me also. He gave me John 16, and he's given me all these scriptures tonight. Hebrews 12, 1 through 4 says, um, I'm going to read it because this was all last minute. I could quote it, I think. Uh, It says, you know, that we're surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and the scripture goes on to teach and admonish us to lay aside every weight and the sin that would so easily ensnare us and let us run with the race that is set before us. And then it goes on to say, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith. So we can pray that those weights, those sins, and those things that would so easily beset them would be lifted up off of them as they run the race that's set before them. And that they would not look unto anything in this world, but that they would look unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of their faith. Now, very quickly, I'm going to share, of I, I don't know what it, what's happening lately. I'm having these visions, inward visions, as I lead guided prayer in some of the places that God has been taking me. And in one of those revelations or visions or whatever, I literally saw the, I, I don't know, literally, I saw it in, by revelation and a vision. I don't know how to describe it. But I saw the body of Christ. And we were all running the race. That was set before us and some of the runners were fallen to the wayside and the lord said pray into that pray for them Ugh, Shake. Okay. pray for them satan has desired to have them that he may sift them as wheat but we can pray for them how that their faith fail not and then what and when they are converted and when they return to their senses they will go forth and they will comfort others with the same comfort wherewith they've been comforted. They will go forth, and they will strengthen their brethren. Okay, and that's what's going to happen. The prodigals are, are going to return, and many of them, let me just tell you, they're preachers, they're teachers, preachers of righteousness, preachers and evangelists and 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 and, and young people who are marked and chosen by God to live in such a time as this. God spoke to me in a, in a meeting one time, and I saw I saw the rising generations, and it's in my book, Contend, Stewarding the Hearts and Destinies of Our Children in Prayer. It, the whole prophecy is in there. And in this prophecy, the Lord said, there has never been this many five-fold ministry gifts that have been sent into the earth like there are right now they are living in the earth right now and they're on the inside of these rising generations he was not talking about us the mothers and the fathers he was talking about masha our sons and our daughters our children and by the way your sons and your daughters they're going to prophesy they're going to move in the gifts they're going to move in the power and the anointing of the lord you know great grace is on this generation so let's pray that as they run the race, let's just pray into this that they will run and not grow weary, walk and not faint, that they would, that God would strengthen the feeble knees and make straight paths for their feet. And anyone who is lame would, would, would be strengthened by the Holy Ghost. And then I saw, it's like this, this picture behind me. I saw us as mothers and fathers. I saw us passing the baton to these young rising generations and these young people so don't grow weary and well-doing look at the power and the fire in that picture that's the kind of fire these young people are going to flow in and operate and here's the thing where sin abounds grace does so much more about so the grace of God is is in a greater measure upon these rising generations and don't you dare give up on me don't you dare stop praying don't you dare grow weary and well-doing you've got to stand and you've got to be strong I know that many Many of you are going through a lot, just as adults and as parents. But these generations—they're depending on us to be bold and strong and courageous. It's like it's a, it's the passing of the dawn, of the baton. It's the dawn of a new day. Moses, my servant, is dead. It's the Joshua generation rising up, taking their place in the earth, and being a great and exceeding great army that is going to to take back and change the course of the culture and it's up to us to pray for them and whatever you do in secret god said i'm going to reward you not that we do it for that our reward is that our sons and daughters are saved and come to the knowledge of the truth okay lastly um um i gotta go back to where i was where was i luke 15 lastly verse 20 um this the Holy Ghost gave me in my kitchen. I had to write it all down so quickly. You know, he he went to his father and he didn't have confidence in the love of his father, right? He didn't have confidence. He didn't quite know that his father would accept him. He didn't know that he was accepted in the beloved. He didn't know that his father would embrace him. He didn't know that his father would put his arms around him and kiss him. Instead of running, from the Father. Thank God this prodigal ran to the Father. And so what we need to pray, and I never thought of this till tonight, we need to pray that these young people have a revelation of the heart of the Father. Many are coming from you know, they're, they have a, I, I've heard people talk about an orphan spirit. In other words, they didn't have a good role model, or they think God is mad at them, or they think they have to perform in order for God to love them. and All this crazy stuff, right? Right? All this human thinking. But God is not like a man. His love never fails. So we need to pray, and we're going to do it, that they have a revelation of the heart of the Father okay are you with me are you with me let's just make sure that i've got everything that the holy ghost wanted me to say yeah and the lord said because perfect love casts out or drives out fear right sometimes they don't want to come home because they're afraid they're afraid of the consequences well what are the consequences in in the in the realm of the of the spirit with the heart of the father He just, he said, listen, they're accepted in the beloved. I accept them. As far as the east is from the west, that's how far their sins are cast. And here's the deal, and then we're going to pray. When they come back home, when they come back to Father's house, don't any of you dare get jealous? Don't any of you dare to bring up all this stuff to them? Don't any of you dare do that? Sure, there's consequences. Sure, some things are going to have to be dealt with. We understand that. But minister to them the heart of the Father, the truth of the Word of God, and keep standing and keep praying. You know, once the prodigals come home, then you you still have to keep praying. You never stop praying for your kids. Okay? So, let's pray. I want you to put the names of your children in the comments section. And those of you that are listening, this was a powerful, powerful word powerful word and please share this on your wall we get we get several hundred replays because the replays are just as powerful as those listening live okay so please share this on your wall okay so let's just pray so heavenly go ho ha ha sahate korea mahaya can you feel that on the inside i already can i'm just i'm already there Ho shake na nea ha ha bo shaka. Come on, together we pray. Pray with me. Pray with me. Call their names before the throne. Ho shake na ne ma sho. Oh brasi kete na ra ma de de be gang de mingan bo ho na I am the Lord your God, and I change not, and nothing is too hard for me. For your child is right on the threshold of a breakthrough. This is not a time for you to draw back. This is a time for you to put your shoulders down back, put your head up, and continue to pray, continue to stand, continue to watch, continue to undergird them, because the breakthrough is at hand. So having done all this, stand. keep standing, keep praying. The enemy would desire for you to grow weary in well-doing, but I admonish you this day that I've set before you and them an open door. And this open door is a door of fellowship with me. And they will come unto me. Many of them are growing weary with their reckless living. Many of them are already beginning to see and the light that was once dim is beginning to rise on the inside of them and get brighter and brighter and brighter. So this is a time for you to breathe on the embers of their hearts. And breathe on that light that is already beginning to arise. It's not a time for you to draw back. It's a time for you to keep, keep praying and keep standing and keep undergirding them in the realm of the spirit. So, Father, we lift up these prodigals. We lift them up. First of all, Father, according to your word that you gave us by divine prophetic insight, we pray, Father God, for divine protection all around them. When they drive in their cars, when they walk in the streets, Wherever they are, wherever they go, Heavenly Father, we pray that you would have a continual uh, armor of protection all around them. That the angels of the Lord would encamp round about them. For you said in your word that you've given your angels charge over them to keep them in all of their ways we confess and we declare that in their pathway there is only light and only health and only healing and there is no destruction there is no destruction there is no temptation father we stand in agreement that has taken a hold of them that is not common to man but you sit in your word that you are faithful and just To bring them out of that temptation. To forgive them of their sin. And we stand on that word. So we thank you for divine protection. Divine protection over their emotional health. Ela makhe a manaya si kita suma child izikish te kanaman my child my child my child leto gisto my child my child there's a kifasum there's a child who the reckless living is causing emotional uh it's causing their emotional realm. To be, um, how do I say it? It's affecting them in their emotional realm. So, Lord, we ask that, you, that we ask that you put a stop to that in Jesus' name. Father, we ask that you would go into where they are and that you would heal their brokenhearted, that you would heal the disappointment that's on the inside of this child, whoever this child is, whoever these children are that we're praying for, that you would step in and that you would heal their broken hearts, That you would bind up those sore wounds. That you would go in, Heavenly Father, and show them your glory. Show them your love. Show them your matchless love. Show them who you are. Lord, we pray for the eyes of their heart to be open and flooded with light. May the light of your word reveal to them their true condition so that they may walk humbly before you and turn their hearts from the darkness and turn their hearts unto you. You said in your word, and you told us tonight that you would give them a heart to know you. So Lord, work in them both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Work in them, Father God, according to your good pleasure. Stir within their hearts. Breathe upon the embers of their hearts. Wherever there is a light, we ask that the Holy Spirit of God, the breath of God, would breathe on them in the name of Jesus. I could sense and feel your prayers. We are all praying together. This is truly powerful, powerful, powerful. So let's keep praying into this. There's somebody who has a Colleen. Father, we thank you for Colleen. And we thank you for all the other children that are represented in this live, in this replay, and on this podcast. And Father, today, this day, we call these prodigals home. We call them home in Jesus' name. We sound the trumpet in the realm of the spirit and we call them home. We call you home. We say, come home. Come back to Father's house. Father is aching for you to come home. Father thinks about you all the time. How precious are his thoughts towards you. They are countless as the sands of the sea. So, da da Dabah Father, in these prodigals, we ask that you would cause their thoughts to become agreeable with your thoughts. We ask that the thoughts that you think towards them, that they would understand that they're not thoughts of evil, but thoughts of peace. That it's your desire, Heavenly Father, to give them an expectant end, a future, and a hope. Father, right where they are, right where they are, we ask for an apprehension, just like Maria Conrad always prays. We pray for an apprehension of the Holy Ghost, an apprehension. Just like Saul on the road to Damascus, we ask for an apprehension. We ask that you would invade them. Invade them where they are. Invade them in their bedroom. Invade them where they are in the bars. Invade them in the car. Invade them in that far country. Invade them. May the Holy Ghost convict them and convince them of their need for Jesus. sheki. Father, may you teach them that they're wasting their time. In other words, we'll pray scripture. We don't we want to pray the word of God. Father, we ask that you would teach them to number their days, that they may gain a heart of live of wisdom, that they would number their days, that they would number their days. That they would number their days that the days wouldn't turn into weeks and the weeks wouldn't turn into months and the months wouldn't turn into years in reckless living. We ask that you would teach them to number your days. And even as you said to us earlier. That you're going to turn things around so quickly, our heads are going to spin. So we ask for a quick turnaround. Father, we pray that you uh that that you would um, cause their hearts. To have a hunger and a thirst for you. May they hunger and thirst after righteousness and not hunger and thirst after reckless living, but there may be a flip and may they hunger and thirst after righteousness. Let's pray into that. Elamakaya ne shekiti de la la rabo so sheke. Ye de de name. The name of Jesus is above every name. Name of Jesus, the name, that's an interpretation to my tongues, and you can flow in that kind of river of interpretation. The more you pray in the Holy Ghost and the more you yield yourself to him, the more you will sense at times an anointing, and you can literally start interpreting some of your tongues. The Bible says that when we speak in tongues, we speak mysteries. At times when you're speaking in tongues, God will give you clues to the mystery that you are praying out. And when you get some of those clues, get your journals out and write them down and date it. Okay, and, and sometimes when you pray, you're, you may get scripture, a half a scripture. Write that half scripture down. Keep praying in the Holy Ghost. Keep praying. If you get something else, write it down. And then later on, after you're done with your prayer time, go ahead and look it up. And you'll see that God is definitely speaking to you, praying through you the perfect will of God when you pray in the Holy Ghost. So my interpretation was the name, the name of Jesus. So Father, we wave that name of Jesus as a banner all over these rising generations, especially those that have been the prodigals. We wave that banner of the name of Jesus. uh, There's a scripture that comes to me. The name of Jesus is like a high tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. So, Father, may they run into that name. May the name of Jesus be that banner. And may they run into that name and find safety. Not only that, Father, but we ask that they would arise. We speak to them. We speak to their hearts. Call your children's name. Now, call their name. Call their name. And now say arise, 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 Lataboshe Kete Mahaya, arise, Lora Mahasikite arise, Weshe Kete, arise, Leda may the knowledge of God override all other things, and may their spirit arise. May the eternal, that which is eternal, that's on the inside that they were born with. when they came into the earth, may that knowledge of God arise. And lastly, Father, we pray. We pray. We pray, that they would have a revelation, just like you said, bring quickly the best robe, bring the best robe. When they return to you, Father, may they have a revelation of your heart, of your heart, of the heart of the Father, of the Father's heart, not just Jesus. As Lord and Savior, which he is, which is key, which is the cornerstone of the gospel. But Father, we pray that they would have a revelation of your heart, the treasure chest of your heart, who you are, that you are patient, who you are, that you are kind, who you are, that you are forgiving, who you are, that you're an ever-present helper in the time of trouble who you are, that you'll never leave them, you'll never forsake them, you'll never, ever, ever abandon them, ever, 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 no, not ever, let's pray into that, some, there's a prodigal that feels abandoned by their father, and they're angry at God, because they blame God for the divorce, and the hurt and the pain, so let's pray into this, Areas of Angensis areas of a Genema, and areas of a Liberista, and areas of the Lamanquindo, and areas of the Labashiri, and areas that of a areas of their hearts that are deep down on the inside, vows that they've made. Ah, uh, Elekeshekete shekete lebo shiele abakadele areas of areas of a Shisaka, areas of Labagese, areas of the Lemeshi Subakande and you Areas of a areas of a la areas of a shikitena, and areas of la bagisto ramika and siriacapateno a rabah. I have a spirit. Let's just keep praying. I'm not released. And I and I think you guys feel the same thing, right? Let's just pray till we're released. Elba and de bigisho de de kebasa or rabaha Oh, bless oh, blessing and honor and glory unto you, Father. Blessing and honor and glory. Now we got the release. Can you sense it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it from the inside out. It's from the inside out we have that release. As a matter of fact, it's from the inside that you get prayer burdens, prayer alerts. You get words of wisdom, words of knowledge, that you know things. You're on the walls of your family. You see and you watch over your family. Where do you do it? With this, your head? No, with your heart. It's from the inside out. Oh, la 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 bosheke da la 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 Oh, la 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 basse. da la 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 de de oh rabasheke let's just lift our hands blessing and honor and glory unto you most high god what a powerful powerful time we had i thank you lord god that are the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail much and, in the name of Jesus, these prodigals are on their way home, 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 to the heart of the Father, de de le I see many of them coming to still waters, and I see them putting their feet in the still waters. Ah la de le siquite, that one that was once lost is now found that one which was once dead is now alive oh let's just get quiet for just a, a moment, and if you have your journals if, when the Lord speaks to you, write in your journals la la de de. Many of you named your children and your children's names have meaning. Go back to the meaning of your child's name. Yes, yes, that's good. La bo shake te la de la la de de de. We worship you Jesus we worship you thank you father holy spirit thank you for tonight thank you for tonight thank you for tonight thank you thank you Thank you for listening to the Purpose Project podcast. For more content, video, and teachings like this, visit margieflorent.org.